Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Welcome to the weekly We Are LA Tech Remix episode. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hi, it's Tito Melega. I'm with TitoMelega.com, and I'm one of the creators of a mask for all, a 3D printable mask designed to be printed on any 3D printer anywhere in the world for 100% absolutely free. I'm located in West Los Angeles. I think that um, what COVID-19 has done beyond the damage, right, and the hurting and the loss, it has also fueled an entire creative community to come together and put whatever tools and talents they have to work. Now, not everybody has done it. Not everybody is even aware that they could. You know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of ideas that do, as you know. And, uh, and that means, you know, don't just say something, go and do it. And that's my advice always to my clients in advertising is, you know, to make them understand that today the message is not the medium anymore, it's behaviors. What you do is the message. So I apply that advice I gave to my clients, to myself. And I say, you know what? In the future, people will remember you for what you do today. So, you know, go and do something. And this was the one thing that I knew I could control and I could do. You know, I always tell my teams, and this is another reason why this dovetails on everything that you just said that is true. I always tell my teams and try to inspire them to be a MacGyver of advertising. And that's a slide that I always share with my people. And it's like, you know, you got to be a MacGyver of advertising. You had to be scrappy. You got to get a, a push pin and a ball of yarn and come out with an incredible campaign or, you know, be able to have like, you know, a guy jump from the stratosphere into earth to promote whatever soft drink, because that's all what you, that you have. And that's, that's what I learned here. There's that. And there's also something that I think defines me and many people perhaps in my industry, which is to be the one that cares the most. And I tell my people to all the time, anybody who will listen, if you care the most about what you do and you care the most about the people you do it with, and you care the most about the clients, those who you're doing it for. You just can't help it, but whatever you do is going to be the best you can do. There's a lot of power in knowing that you care the most because then I can wake up tomorrow knowing, and anybody can wake up tomorrow knowing they did their best, right? And I think that's, that's the most beautiful thing about it. My hope for a for all is that when all of this is over and done, I can wake up and look back and say, you know what? I did our best. We did our best. You know, we helped. And if a life was saved, well, then my life is made. 
It's beautiful. And, you know, actually what you're sharing about talking about all the talented people coming together really makes me think that Los Angeles should start putting together a lot of hackathons, uh, virtual hackathons for COVID, bringing our talent together so that we could create many, many more solutions. Speaking of bringing talent together, you brought to my awareness another talented L.A. Tech um, community member. Can you tell me a little bit about her project? Uh, Shabam McCrafferty is a great friend of mine. We worked together for many years. She's an incredible rep for incredible, you know, directors and commercial companies and, and agencies. And she has put together this one effort called WeProvidePPE.org. And what Shabon has done with her team and her network is come together. And I think the Fiera Foundation is also a big part of that. Come together to provide a place where Anybody who needs PPE or anybody who has PPE or can produce PPE can come together through this website. So there's two sides to the website. One that raised the hand and says, hey, I need help. And one that raised the hand and says, hey, I can help. Uh, and it's, it's fantastic to see we're part of that. And Math for All is there. Um, I, I encourage everybody to go and please check it out. Tell your friends. Uh, you know, we provide PPE.org, LA-based, LA-grown. And we need a lot more like that. I'm Joe Bhakti, the founder of Quantine. We detect the 10 deadliest cancers at early stages in the blood using cell-free DNA and deep genomics and AI, uh, launching a product this year. We are based in Santa Monica. So we picked LA because it is the perfect demand market, right? right? So here you have the best awareness in terms of demand. Our R&D unit is actually in Berlin, in Germany. Okay. So that's where the machine learning, uh, the software and quantitative biology is. Of course, it's where everyone's efficient. <laughs> well, it's kind of a joke, but it's also not. I mean, yeah. we are extremely happy with, especially in quantitative biology. I think, uh, yeah, Berlin is our place. I think I, LA. I happen to love Germany, so. <laughs> so I mean, we are very happy how we in the end figured out how to do things. So yeah. we have the labs in the US. We have some excellent labs to just do the job and be high quality, controlled, scalable. In Germany, for quantitative biology R and D, it's just a paradise. And in LA, I think the dynamism and the visionary nature of physicians, even oncologists in very large institutions we work right, right. with, City of Hope, USC, Cedar Sana, and so on, and the consumer, that's the magic of LA. For us, LA is just the visionary place. It is. People just get it. If you say something that makes sense in the future, but yeah. maybe not now, LA people get it. Like, yeah. you know, someone on the East Coast in Europe would say, well, in theory, what you do is amazing. But in reality, there are 10 billion questions and problems. Right. Of course, your tech works, but how do you integrate yeah. it in clinical practice? Yeah. And there are all these procedures that it's incompatible with. And then we say, well, of course, that's why we have to change the procedures because we have a superior technology for cancer detection. All we need to do is adjust some clinical procedures. In LA, our oncology partners, they find this totally normal. It's like, sure, let's think about it and, yeah. you know, adjust the procedures to a new technological capability to save people. That's very hard to find in the world. Like most physicians don't think like that. They right. think like, what are you, we are not going to change our procedures. Totally. So in LA, the oncologists, the primary care physicians, and of course the consumers or patients, they just love new stuff if it makes sense and if it can protect their lives. And you would think everyone is like that, but it's not true. Like LA is just a beautiful laboratory of the future, Aww. in my opinion. I love it. I love it. And a question I love to ask, two questions. One is, what can we do as a community to support you in moving forward? 
So I think the LA community, and we are investing a little bit in also throwing some dinners and events and meetups. We have a Let's Hack Cancer meetup. So we would just love anyone in LA who is in the community, who is a pioneer or a tech yeah. person or in healthcare or in wellness, preventative medicine, anything. We are super happy to get to know you, uh, to just do stuff, right? We can throw meetups, we can do dinners. We, we are super happy to build the community. And where should they connect with you? On my email. That's the best Can you way. share your email? Sure. jb at quantine.com. Can you spell it for everybody? Just because they're probably um, so pausing. They're pulling over in their car right now. <laughs> <laughs> J like Joe and then B like Bhakti at Q-U-A-N-T-G-E-N-E dot com. Perfect. Like quantitative and gene. Quantine. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sivan Cohen, CEO of Noria Water Technologies, where we're optimizing industrial processes. We're based in Los Angeles. I've been with the company for about a year and a half now. And how many people work? There's four of us. Okay. So we're really right now in the startup stage. Um, nice. We're doing a seed round of fundraising right now. Uh, and that, so I'm in the middle of that, which is an interesting experience in and of itself, especially not coming from a financial background. But that's where it comes in that you, you know, really learn things that you may not have known before, right. but you feel confident that you can figure it out. <laughs> totally. So uh, I've been with the company for about a year and a half. I had to relocate back to Los Angeles from Israel where I was living. But Now, why did you have to? Uh, the company's built here. The other three, uh, my other three co-founders uh, live in Los Angeles. They had actually developed the technology itself before I came on board. And I came on board to really work with them to commercialize the technology and to build the company. Cool. Yeah. And who is your target market? Uh, our target market are uh, industrial customers um, that do advanced water treatment using reverse osmosis or nanofiltration processes. We optimize those processes using our instrumentation and our software that we build. Um, so industrial customers like semiconductor uh, producers, food and beverage, pharmaceutical, uh, also power plants. Can you break it down for someone that knows nothing about your industry? Like... Yes. Yes. <laughs> Go for it. Um, so basically a lot of water treatment uh, is done using a process that's called reverse osmosis or nanofiltration. Um, that technology is typically uh, in our everyday vernacular known as desalination, uh, which is just taking salts and different types of contaminants out of water. But desalination isn't just for seawater like we hear in the news all the time. That, that process can actually be applied across any industry, um, cleaning water for agricultural purposes, uh, for wastewater reuse, uh, for power plants, like I mentioned, for all these various industrial processes. Um, all of those processes use various different types of water treatment. A very popular one is reverse osmosis and nanofiltration. What that is, is basically you take water and you push it very high pressure through this tube that's called a pressure vessel. Right. Uh, and, you, and in that tube are a whole number of membranes Uh, and so what happens is the water goes through the membranes and the membranes catch any sort of biofouling particles, mineral salts, uh, so that those don't end up in your produced water that you use for whatever it is, whether it's drinking water afterwards or for your power plants and so on. Uh, and so the problem with that process is that you can't actually see the membranes as the water is being pushed through. So you don't know when your membranes are getting clogged up. Like, Uh, your AC in your house, or, and there's so many, a strainer when you're trying to strain different liquids through it. But imagine that you can't see it, so you don't know what the status is of that critical piece of your whole treatment process. Um, and so as a result of that, 
operators of these types of systems end up operating uh, very conservatively, producing less water than they otherwise could be, uh, wasting membranes, they overdose chemicals, uh, waste energy, um, because it's a process that's basically what we call like a black box process. Uh, They're estimating membrane health. Um, So what we're doing is we have a system that is actually uh, able to look at the membrane under operation in real time. Uh, and so can give that information to operators. They can see the membrane surface and we use machine learning to actually categorize what's building up on the membrane surface, whether it's uh, fouling coming in from seawater, whether it's salts um, that are in the water. And then we just give this very simple output to operators about how they should be operating their plant and cut operating costs, cut waste, increase produced water. Um, So it's really very advanced technology that's used in a lot of different industries, Water and construction, which is also in my background, tend to be very conservative industries and slower to adopt to different kinds of technologies. So this is the first time that this type of technology is being introduced into this market. Join thousands of people in L.A. Tech on our We Are L.A. Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Community spotlight coordination by Anna Freeberg. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.